Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. In this podcast, we'll be having discussions around the secrets which attract lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships, creating a healthy mindset, and what women should know and understand about men. Introducing your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts, relationship expert, trainer, speaker, and best-selling author of The Cupid's Bow Technique. Lynn's mission is to have a positive impact in reducing divorce, domestic violence, and suicide. Welcome to the Hearts Entwined podcast. This is your host, Lynn Smith, the Queen of Hearts. And today, listeners, we're going to have something different. I've got a wonderful guest who I'm going to interview today. Her name is Nikisha Michelle Key. And we connected via a Facebook group uh, where we were both members because we're in the dating relationship and, and love expert arena. She actually is the only love connector that I know that specializes in working with women who are plus size. And I have to say that I'm a little bit curvy myself. So this intrigued me and we got uh, chatting and, you know, she's a wonderful woman. And what I really loved is that she's got this phenomenal acronym that's called BLISS, B-L-I-S-S, which absolutely is fantastic for coaching all the information that you need to know around how to attract your ideal man and soulmate in your life. So going to welcome my guest, Nikisha. Hi, how are you? And hello, Miss Queen of Hearts. It's such an honor and a privilege to be on your show today. I'm really excited. So thank you for having me. Thank you. And where, whereabouts in the world are you, Nikisha? I am in Atlanta, Georgia, over in the United States of America. <laughs> Great stuff. So you're our first American guest that we've had on the podcast. So that's brilliant. I'm really loving that. So Nikisha, what I really loved when I um, heard about you and saw the information that you educate women about was this acronym about BLISS, the B-L-I-S-S. So can you tell my listeners more about that and and what the B-L-I-S-S, BLISS, stands for? Absolutely. I would be so excited to share it. It's my code to where you have to be specifically as a woman to start to radiate and activate high levels of attraction in your life. And of course, like you told the listeners, we're both in the dating and relationship professionals and expertise um, in that area. So bliss really came about before I share what it stands for. I was my first client because I had so many challenges with finding true love and and thinking that I found love, but then I, I would be in one abusive relationship after another. And I gave up on love. Like many, many women, we give up because we kind of feel like all men tend to be alike when you keep attracting the same kind of low level vibe, energy type men. And you just start to believe that it's something outside of you that's keeping you from the love of your life as I did. Before I gave up, like I was really depressed. A lot of relationships just took a toll on me. 
And I was about to give up, but something deep inside of me said, just try one more time. So my prayer changed. Instead of me saying, God, send me a good man, um, because that's many women's prayers. Please send me a good man. Send me a man that's going to love me. Send me a man that's going to do this, that, and the other, you know, be my savior, whatever. Um, My prayer changed from that. I said, instead of send me a good man, I said, God, make me the type of woman that a good man will desire and be completely attracted to and want to make his wife because I was very clear. I didn't want to be a long-term girlfriend or live with someone or committed partner. I wanted to be a wife. So I said, show me how to be that type of woman that a good man would be attracted to and will easily want to commit to and make me his wife. And in that, it became a six-month journey to get into that stage. And in that six-month journey, I went through a process of internal healing and understanding and realization where you have to be in order to receive not only love, but your, your to manifest your dreams and big opportunities and just be radiating so much happiness. So now I termed it bliss and bliss is my slice of heaven. It's my heaven on earth that I've created within myself. And so it stands for beauty, love, intuition, sensuality, and significance. And I'll say it again. Bliss stands for beauty, love, intuition, sensuality, and significant. And the beauty of the bliss is what I learned is that most women who attract low vibe men, there's something in their bliss that's not completely filled up. And when something in your bliss is not filled up, it makes you insecure. It makes you question yourself. It makes you lost. It makes you not feel purposeful. And you just really doubt yourself. And when you're in that doubt, it makes you a low vibration person. So you attract somebody that's going to remind you of which area of your bliss is not full or not complete. But the beautiful thing is, Bliss, once you feel and you're confident in each area of your bliss, it takes you to such a high level of attraction that not only I was able to meet my soulmate in six months, but I got a free trip to Nigeria where I met my soulmate. I became a full-time entrepreneur and Like, it's just so many beautiful things that was happening. I got a brand new, you know, Mercedes Benz. Like, I just started attracting so much good in my life because of my bliss. And the last thing that I would say about bliss is it has levels. So, for an example, bliss is the highest level. It's, like I said, my slice of heaven. It's the highest energetic level that you can be in. And you're almost like a divine person because whatever you think about or whatever you feel like you want, 
because the different areas of your bliss is so strong, your intuition, your beauty, your significance, your sensuality, you accept all of you the way you are, who you are, you accept all of you. So it's like nothing will be withheld from you. But prior to me getting to my bliss, I understood the levels of energetic, the energetic levels. So at the bottom, so the very top, you have bliss. But at the very bottom, you have sadness and depression. So there's sadness and depression. The next level is anger. Then up from anger, you have boredom or complacency. Then from boredom and complacency, you have happiness. And then from happiness, there's bliss. So most Americans, I don't know about Europeans, but most Americans, they tend to live in the area of complacency, boredom, and they go, they have spurts of happiness, but they end up dropping down a lot to anger or sadness. But most Americans are in the place of just boredom. So you are going to attract in that level and your happiness are spurts of happiness. But the thing about bliss is bliss takes work to get to bliss. And the beautiful thing is once you achieve bliss, it feels so good being there that you don't like being at any other level. And if something, some bad news happened or something kind of happens that's not favorable, you the worst you'll do is drop down to happiness. <laughs> you'll still be happy. I love that. That's what bliss is all about, is being at a level energetically where you can manifest and live your purpose fully and attract to you those things that make your soul sing. Excellent. Wow. Explain a little bit about each of the letters within the acronym and what they mean to you and, and how you would explain it to a client. So beauty. Beauty means have you find your idea image and your idea image does it reflect who you are both inside and out and are you happy with it when you look in the mirror and I'm not just saying with your clothes on but even with your clothes off can you look in that mirror and feel beautiful and that's also a challenge as you mentioned I'm I believe I'm the only uh, matchmaker dating coach in the world that really uh, works with or specializes in plus size, curvy and plus size women. And so that's a challenge for a lot of plus size women because we've been taught to believe that until we lose weight, we are not good candidates for love or that we have to accept whatever comes our way or that we're constantly, when we get a guy or a good looking guy or a good guy, we're second guessing ourselves so much that we'll end up running him off with stuff like, well, baby, what do you think? Do I need to lose any weight? Do I look good in this? And so those kind of comments make men start seeing you differently. So your beauty, if your beauty is not filled up, meaning you are not completely satisfied with who you, what you look like when you look in the mirror both with your clothes and with your clothes off, then that's where we pinpoint what work we have to do. We have to work on your image. And image is an inside job first. But what I teach my clients is after we do the mindset work that it takes to shift your image, how you see yourself and you being comfortable with yourself, 
Now we have to match her with her outer image. So many of my clients get the makeovers and they look amazing. (laughs) We do makeup, we do hair because who you are when you, when you do this work, you become someone different. And we want that. We say we, now it's time to take off those grave clothes. So you take off your grave clothes and you put on your bliss clothes and your bliss clothes matches. So when a man sees you, first thing he sees is your outer image, but then you're like such a beautiful wrapped gift, but how beautiful it is when he unwraps the gift, you're just as radiant on the inside and your mindset and your conversation that, and it matches who you are on the outside because men say so many times they see these beautiful women and they want to get close to these women, but then the women are mean or nasty or don't have confidence and it's just so much baggage with them. So we want you to match who you are on inside with who you are on the outside and you be completely comfortable with that woman that you see staring back at you. So that would be beauty. Excellent. I love it. And I agree with everything you said. And and I, you know what? We are truly those women and we've just forgotten who those women are, aren't we? It's not as though we need to become somebody else. It's who we truly are. And we're just bringing the best of ourselves and reclaiming that woman that's always been there. Yes, that is true. That is absolutely reclaiming her. And I like to call it a rebirth because a lot of women that come to me are very spiritual and some are like Christian spiritual. And I tell them, I said, you know, you guys have been reading the Bible and all this stuff about rebirth and Nirvana and all of this stuff. But let me make it real for you. A rebirth is letting go of everything that stops you from being who you are, that blissful woman, or sometimes I call them my love diamonds. Um, in, you know, that sparkly love diamond. So you are absolutely right, Lynn. I agree. I'm just helping you be more of who you really are. Excellent. I love that. So what about the L then? What do you discuss about that? So the L is also very challenging. It's love. And if you would scan a room and you ask women, how many of you know how to love? Almost everybody's hand would grow up. And a lot of women have, or many women would have the testimony that I love so hard or I give so much and I do everything that I think that I'm supposed to do to make him happy or to make them happy or to make my boss happy. But the challenge with love is, Most women don't know how to receive it. That's true. Very true. So I have to teach them to be bilingual in love. When is it okay to give and how much to give and when to give, as well as what does it look like when you receive love? And I teach them many times they're waiting for this big love experience from one man to sweep them off their feet and she'll give all of herself to him. But I even teach her how love means you have to protect your own heart, first of all. And you have to open your heart to be able to be a receiver because so many of us are you know, can be very dominant and aggressive. And um, we just feel like we just got to pour out and give everything and, and do everything. And then when he won't even empty the trash, we get confused by that. You know, like, <laughs> why is he not empty the trash? Well, he feels like you're doing everything already. So he doesn't feel like he has to because you're going to do it. So I have to show them what it means to receive love and not just love from an intimate partner, 
but receive love every day of your life because if you're a good steward of love, you get more of it. You don't just get to wake up and because you've been a good girl or you've prayed the right prayer and now love is just going to show up in the form of a man. Love is an energy. And if you're not used to receiving love on a daily basis, you're not going to get that man who's going to pour all that love into you. So love can be as simple as someone wanting to open the door for you and you accepting or someone asking to carry your groceries from the market and you say, thank you. Yes, it's as simple as that. Someone give you a compliment and instead of you saying, oh, really? But that's love being poured into you. So you say, thank you. Yes, I agree. Thank you. (laughs) So learning how to receive love on a daily basis And then knowing how much love and when someone is worthy of the type of love, because love has degrees. So when they're worthy to receive your love and how much you're supposed to give and what that looks like. So that's what love is. It's the ability to give it in the right doses for the right people and the ability to receive it on a daily basis so that you are a magnet for love. Everywhere you go, you just feel love. Not just waiting for that big relationship day when you meet Mr. Right. Oh, I, I'm so aligned with all this stuff. I absolutely 100% agree with everything you said there. Because I, I do see women that are very poor receivers. And if you give them a compliment, like you say, they just bat it off or they feel they need to compliment you back again, uh, because they're not used to receiving at all. And um you know, in fact, I do an exercise quite often if I'm with a group of women to sort of see how well they actually receive. And, and then, you know, it really highlights how poor most of us are at receiving. Yeah. And that's where you feel, see that I don't feel worthy part, that that I don't feel worthy of it or I feel less than or is this really for me or what? How do you see this? And I don't see it, you know. So, yes, you're absolutely right, Lynn. So what about the eye then? Tell us about the eye. Well, the eye is my favorite because, and I was just telling my uh, class Sunday, I was like, you know, each year, like I know this bliss backwards and forward, but each year it seems like I learn it a little, a little better. And I is in the middle for the reason. I is the anchor. If you don't have the eye, which symbolize intuition, it don't matter how beautiful you think you are. And it doesn't matter how good of a lover. If you don't have the divine instincts to guide you, to guide your conversation, to guide your steps, to make you feel connected spiritually and to be able to hear spiritually, to be able to feel That I is in the middle as an anchor. So I just means, are you connected spiritually in a way where you can be certain and you can feel danger and you know how to protect yourself and you know how to turn things on and turn things off? For an example, one of my challenges is that I'm not a violent person, but I have a violent mouth. I grew up in verbally abused family. And so all the women in my family scream, holler, and curse. And I could curse like a sailor. <laughs> so my intuition, building my spirituality around my intuition, it helps me to minimize and sometimes decrease what could be flaws for me. Also, my love language is 
uh, verbal compliments. And when you talk to me sweetly, you if you just talk to me and have a conversation with me and it's a good conversation, I'm in love. So my intuition helps me balance that out with understanding just because a guy talks to you for three hours on the phone doesn't mean he wants to be your knight in shining armor. But I used to believe that because my intuition wasn't strong. I couldn't hear it. The other thing about intuition is every time you disobey your intuition, you end up getting in a situation that's going to cause your heart to break and your emotions to swing out of, you know, if you were in happiness or boredom down to anger and sadness or depression. And that's that emotion that also makes you feel like love is not for you and all of that because your spiritual connection is not strong. And you say, I felt something was off, but I ignored it. Or I thought I should have said this to him. I thought to say this, but I just skated over it. All that is your intuition. Every time you ignore your intuition, it gets quieter and quieter. And so now you have to go from being spiritually assured to now logic. And sometimes logic is not always the best way to handle things. Or now you're going strictly out of your emotions. And depending on where your emotions are is how you're going to um, respond to a specific situation. And usually when that eye is not right, that's when we tend to get into those domestic violence situation or very abusive relationships because we don't trust ourselves. So I is the anchor. It's your ability to be divinely connected and the ability to trust your yeah i mean i actually say at the end of each podcast episode you know true love starts with opening our hearts and what i actually mean by that when i say that is listening to your intuition because your mind and your thoughts can get in your own way (laughs) the logic that you were speaking about yes yes and yes so that's i i is the anchor it's in the middle because it has to hold everything else up Great stuff. I love it. So the the next one is uh, the first S. So what does that stand for? Sensuality. How well are you at being a feminine woman? Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) How well do you do with that? And a lot of my clients, and it's so funny because they feel like sometimes I'm reprimanding them from not being feminine, but I'm not, I'm just pointing out, I'm saying, look here, you have been the boss. You are a leader. You are a single parent. You've had to do it all. But if you want to coexist with a masculine man, you have to be the woman. Mm. So now we have to go through woman training. And I also tell them, you don't have to feel ashamed of that because guess what? Esther in the Bible went through 10 months of woman training. She had to be uh, mashed on with massages. She had to learn to communicate in a way that the king would understand her. She had to learn to beautify herself. She had to, to detox her body. She had to use essential oils and all of that stuff and learn how to walk and learn how to just be that woman that when a man sees you, he says, wow, who is that? And when he engages you, he's so hooked that he will get instantly jealous 
to think of losing you. And so he wants to make you his because you're so rare that he really wants you because he feels at home and he feels safe with you. So that's what sensuality is about. It's going through that womanhood training. How well can you work it? How well can you flirt? How well (laughs) can you communicate with a man in his language, not yours? So that's going towards where I talk about being bilingual again, being bilingual in love, that feminism, you know, that sensuality. That's what sets you apart. Men don't have sensuality. Women do. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, for me, you know, I educate women about that there's two sides to being feminine. You you know, you can be your um, victim, low value feminine woman, you know, where you're uh, very needy, very subservient and very desperate, which isn't attractive and comes from a place of fear. Or you can be that high value feminine woman, you know, who is feeling her worth and feeling her value and is and exuding that, you know, like you say, that 30 playful, natural feminine energy that men love. Yes. And again, that goes back to the anchor, which is intuition, because if your intuition is strong, it will not allow you to be that low vibe feminine woman. It will make you that high vibe valuable woman, as well as you still also have the love part going on and the beauty. So it all works together like a family. Loving it. So finally, the, the last S, what does that stand for again? Significance. Significance. And I like to always tell a story about significance. So one time I was doing a woman's group and one of the women said, I have an absolutely great man that I'm dating. He's great. However, I tend to get bored and I get into some mischief. And then I feel like I want to date other men. And I'm all for dating as many men as you can. If you're not married, date as many that you can handle. However, when you're dating other people because you're bored, you got what you've always wanted, but it's still not enough. Usually what's happening is you are not a woman who's living her true purpose. You are unclear on what your mission in life is. You don't have a clear vision of where you're going and who you are as a soul and a human being on this earth. So women who don't know their significance, women who don't understand their life mission, they, and it's a saying that when you don't have anything to stand for, you'll fall for anything. So when you are lacking purpose, you're looking for ultimate fulfillment in another human being, but they can't be that for you. You can only be that ultimate fulfillment. And usually people are not fulfilled because they're not in their purpose. So if you spend some time in your intuition and opening up your gifts and your talents, and some people think that, oh, I have a good job, I'm stable, but your job may not still may not be your purpose. It may be your ends, the way you meet your ends. And I can also share for myself, my job, I was a social worker, a director of foster care and adoptions for many years, but I still wasn't fulfilled because my purpose was to be a female, a woman's coach and to be on TV and to write books and to travel and to speak. That was my purpose to heal other people. But social work put me in an area where I was able to hone those gifts and practice my purpose. But it wasn't until 
I stepped away and became a full-time entrepreneur that I became fulfilled. And it's no wonder that three months after I did that, I was able to meet my husband. So purpose is important. So some women come to me working jobs and then they all of a sudden, when we start working on their bliss, they get fired or, you know, some kind of calamity happens because bliss will not allow you to be where you're not supposed to be. It's only going to want you to be in high vibe places. And if your job is not a high vibe place and it's not a part of your purpose or it's no longer a part of your existence, it's going to end. And you're going to find where and who you're supposed to be because there's nothing more beautiful than a woman who is living her purpose because now she can make better decisions when she meets a man. Does he fit my purpose? Will he better my purpose? Will we be a good jail together and going higher in my purpose? Is he a part of my purpose? But if you don't know who that is, you'll end up with somebody. And then by the time you do find your purpose, he's no longer attractive to you. And now you've grown apart. Yeah, I I absolutely 100% again, agree with all of that. And um, I do know that, like you say, it can be very attractive to a man to see a woman who is living her purpose, you know, and, and, and radiating that as an authentic feminine energy. Yes, absolutely. So, Nikisha, you mentioned you're an author, and I do believe you've got a new book out. So please tell us about your book and, and what it's called. So to wrap the bliss up in a beautiful package and to teach women how to get there on their own, people who are readers, I have an amazing book called The Ready Woman. And that ready woman she cannot be stopped. So this ready woman has gone through a lot in her life, but she's learned how through bliss to overcome it, not repeat it and use it to find good love, to find good success, and most of all, to find her happiness. So the ready woman is out, it's available. And that's where I wrap the whole bliss up to show you where I came from, because we always say, you can't respect me if you don't know where I came from. So once you know where I came from and what I had to dig myself out of, you'll understand why bliss is such an amazing, transformative, special code in my life, in my DNA that allows me to have everything that I'm experiencing today. And so the ladies that I work with, I'm making them into the ready woman. Because when you are ready woman, you can't be stopped. In the, you are a different woman that men instantly recognize there's something about you that's different. Employers recognize there is something about you that's different. Clients recognize there's something about you that's different. And I want you and you are able to receive it and accept it because you're saying, yes, I'm ready. I am blissed out. And so you'll hear my clients, you'll know my clients. They'll be like, I'm working on my bliss or I'm, I'm blissed out or I'm stepping into my bliss because they know that that is the vital key to being a ready woman. So it's the ready woman. And is it your own name that's on the book? Nakisha, can it be found on Amazon? Yes, it can be found right now on Amazon. It is just still a hard copy. It'll go into Kindle 
probably within the next 30 days or so. But um, yes, you can find it on Amazon. Any of your online booksellers, you can find The Ready Woman. Okay, well, I'll make sure I put a link to that within your information, within the details relating to this episode. So tell the listeners how else they can get hold of you. But as I said, I will make sure I put that information in the the information on the podcast episode info page. So for those that just are listening and would like to mentally take a note and, and just get on it straight away before they read the podcast information, where can they contact you? They can contact me on Instagram at the ready woman at the ready woman. That's the easiest way to find me. I do not have virtual assistants and other people disguising themselves as me. It is me. I like to engage. I am a talker and I love to answer questions. So you can message me. You can follow me, ask me questions, like the post, and we engage in the conversation over on Instagram. And then from there, there's a link on my bio and Instagram that will also branch off to different other aspects of my services and or more information about me. But the easiest way to engage with me is on Instagram at the ready woman. Okay, listeners, that's Instagram at the ready woman. So thank you so much, Nikisha. It's Nikisha Michelle Key who I've interviewed today. I've really loved learning about bliss and what all those letters within bliss stand for. And I'm really going to encourage the listeners to go and buy and read your book, The Ready Woman, as well. So thank you you so much. I've really, really, really had a great time on this episode. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. They always said if you want to make people feel good about them, let them talk about themselves. So thank you for allowing me to talk about myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a pleasure. And we're going to leave it there for now, listeners. And you know how I always wrap up my episodes with true love starts with opening our hearts. Now you've got a bigger insight into what that actually means now. So for today, have a great rest of the day. And I look forward to speaking to you very soon. Until next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Entwined podcast. You can follow Lynn via the Facebook group Two Hearts Entwined or search Lynn Smith, inspirational speaker at LinkedIn or email lynn at hearts-entwined.com. That's L-Y-N at hearts-entwined.com. Remember, true love starts with opening our hearts.